the best in the world. I've been the best ever since day one on this microphone, in that ring, even in commentary. And trust me when I tell you, I am the hottest property in this industry today. Nobody can touch me. The only thing that's real is me, day in and day out. I am the best in the world. Do I have everybody's attention now? Sprinkle Salt edition of the Salty Thoughts of Mike Steph podcast, featuring the one and only Mike Steph, best in the world at what he does. Yes, I'm doing like triple duty in the last 24 hours. I dropped episode 32, uh, my wrestling centric episode on the YouTube streets, on the YouTube page of Mike Steph, um, late Monday night, early Tuesday morning. And um, today, I, you know, got together with the Mojo King to give, well, to record early, an early session of Hidden Gems Football because I had a false alarm. And people were probably like, false alarm, what do you mean? Okay, not to take y'all too much behind the curtain, not to take too, take y'all too much behind the Wizard of Oz, or should I say the Land of Oz, if you will. Um, a lot of times, of course, when we drop on Thursday, you really think we record on Thursday? No, we record the day before. So, this week, I was supposed to have a, I actually had an appointment for Wednesday that probably would have kept me incapacitated from opening my mouth, i.e. I had a dental appointment. So, I was like, look, uh, you know, I'm not going to be able to do it Wednesday. Uh, can we do it on Tuesday? I was like, sure, why not? So, we did it on Tuesday. And mere minutes before we started setting up to record, I get the unfortunate news of my appointment was canceled, but the show must go on. Uh, I don't know what else I'm going to, well, I'm just going to have to deal with another dentist or what have you. I'm just trying to get this wisdom to pull. So neither here it is. So I actually recorded early this morning. Well, early this afternoon. Um, this is a audio only version audio only edition of the salty thoughts of mike step podcast i eat the sprinkle of salt which i promised y'all i'm not going to keep y'all too 
too long, but I I would be remiss if a week went by and trust and believe. I really did not want to have this be the, be the occasion of me uh, talking about my New York JET or Jet Jet Jets in their abysmal showing, but I kind of knew it was going to happen. I didn't know it was going to be that bad, but I knew it was going to happen. And uh, since I refrained from talking about these mother effers on Hidden Jets football, because, like, why would I waste my time? Why would I waste my time telling uh, the mainstream about my Jets who suck? My Jets who just continue to pull and tear and rip up my heart, my my fandom. Well, they continue to test my fandom. But neither here nor there. I've always told y'all I'm a soldier. I'm a warrior. I am that dude so being the fact that i am that dude um i take the good with the bad i take the beautiful with the ugly and all the other good stuff that's my long-winded way of saying yeah i'm going to talk about these jets and their abysmal loss this past friday black friday the first ever black friday game on thanksgiving weekend the first ever game on Friday after the after Turkey, you know, where you get a smorgasbord of football on Thanksgiving. Guess what? You had the enema on Friday, meaning you had to see uh, the Jets in all their glory. And when I say glory, I'm being a little facetious. The Jets had something happen to them. That only can happen to the New York Jets. Jets. Go figure. It's it was going on 29, 30 years of the infamous fake spike. It was going on eleven years of the infamous butt fumble. And you know, as luck would have it, matter of fact, as Jets law would have it. Time was ticking out. Had to give, had to get the masses a little bit something new. And they call it murder. Well, in this case, they called it the fail Mary. Yes, that's right, the fail Mary. Picture this scenario. The Jets behind uh, Tim Boyle replacing the bench Zach Wilson gave the New York faithful nothing to cheer about. But going into the going into halftime, we got an interception. We got a pick six of Tua Tagovailoa. And we, of course... It was almost like a, a forbinger. It was almost like a, just something that was ready to happen. We, we we get the pick six. We close it to 
we missed the extra points. Right? Yeah, we missed the extra point. Then, on the next possession, we get another interception of Tua Tagovailoa. This time at the 49-yard line with about two seconds remaining. Just enough time to try Hail Mary. Like, why not? You're close enough. You might as well give it a chance. Because at the end of the day, the only thing you have to fear is fear, fear itself, right? The only thing you would have to fear is what? The worst case scenario, which would be them returning the ball, returning the, they would intercept the ball and return the ball 99 to 100 yards. There's no way in hell that's going to happen because, of course, if we don't catch it, it's going to be knocked down and we go into halftime down 10 6 and it's a ball game. We got the momentum. We got two with Tagovailoa on the ropes, against the ropes, about to give him the knockout blow in the second half. So what happens? What happens? I'll let you listen to what happened. Didi throws it or they try a, a lateral or whatever here. Meanwhile, he just tries to get away from everybody, throws it into the end zone to a lot of traffic, and there's a pick on the other side. And coming back from the end zone is Holland, and Holland is at the midfield, and Holland is inside the 40, and Holland is inside the 20. Can you believe this? That is insanity. How about this also? Man, for shits and giggles. Well, years ago, we talked to Tom Moore then in Indianapolis, the offensive coordinator. You're going to bust it. A play here, and then Adams, Sanchez gets hit. The ball is loose, and it's alive. I have never seen this before in my life. Watch this. Vince Wilfork is going to throw Brandon Moore back into his quarterback. He's going to fumble the football. This is what Reggie White used to do to people, forklift them and just lift them off the ground. Mark Sanchez not expecting it, and it was the backside of Brandon Moore that knocked the ball out. Yes, 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 yes. I mean, shoot, why don't we have one? Of course, it's a beautiful play because it happens against the New York Jets. I've been trying to remain composed the majority of the first 10 minutes of this podcast, of the sprinkler salt, if you will. But the reason this is sprinkler salt because I get to get all my angst off. The reason this is the audio ver- 
only audio ver audio only version motherfuck see you got me cursing the jets got me cursing do you know that we have 50 yards of total offense midway through the third quarter do you know that we had multiple personal foul penalties do you know we actually had a who michael clemens get kicked out the game for uh touching hitting inadvertently but hitting a referee do you know how frustrating it is to be a jets fan for over 40 years with no end in sight because if there was some slimmer of hope even though i don't even know why i even believed the fact that we actually had a chance to uh be better than we had been in the previous three weeks anybody that was saying that robert sala was a liar saying that zach wilson gave us the best chance to win he was the best quarterback he was the best person for the job and everybody said you know what um Yo, Salah got to stop lying to our face. No, he wasn't lying. He was telling us the fucking truth. The truth. I'm not saying the truth. Would set us free, but he was telling us the truth. We have three quarterbacks on our roster. Zach Wilson, Tim Boyle, and Trevor Simeon. We signed to a practice squad, and the only reason he's activated is because they said, you know what? We're just going to bury Zach and make him the third string emergency quarterback. This all goes back to opening night, four plays in. Matter of fact, it goes back further than that. It goes back to the preseason, to the offseason, which in which they failed. Well, matter of fact, I'm going to say failed. They neglected, no, I won't say neglected. They purposely made sure that there was no other veteran quarterback presence on this team. And they uh, bowed to the whims of Aaron Rodgers. Tim Boyle, that's Aaron Rodgers too. He likes his company. Zach Wilson, that's his little brother. Even when Aaron Rodgers went down four plays in, and yeah, I know this is a broken record, but I'm going to say it until the end of the freaking season, until the end of the season from hell. Any other competent organization, any other competent franchise, any other competent general manager, but it got on the horn, matter of fact, before the end of that first game, trying to see who they could sign, perhaps maybe off the scrap heap, but at least we would have some type of insurance if and when Zach Wilson shit the bed once again. And of course, that's what happened. But we was left naked we was left 
pants that's like a whore on the old 47 on the whole on the old Times Square 42nd Street. Effed in the ass with no Vaseline, no spit either, no lubrication. Why? Who knows? Matter of fact, I know because we needed to make sure that Aaron Rodgers was um, placated. That Aaron Rodgers' needs were put above the franchise's needs. That's why with six games left in this godforsaken season, we have no hope. I am looking at that schedule and I truthfully can't see a win. I can't see another win with Tim Boyle, with Trevor Simeon. And they've done so much damage just by putting Zach Wilson in this position, putting him at the third string quarterback. You can't bring him back out. And what kills me is the rest of the team had to know how bad Tim Boy was. They had to. But I I get it. They're like, you know what? Let's see if we get a spark. Let's see if we get a spark. It can't get any worse. Well, guess what? It got worse. I couldn't even fathom how worse it got. I'm listening to this game on Black Friday at my shoot job, and I'm walking around in a daze. I'm walking around in the days of, are you effing kidding me? Are you effing kidding me? We have no running game. We have no receivers. We have no offensive line. We have no quarterback. We have no effing offense. We have no coordinator. The coordinator ain't, ain't going. The head coach ain't going. General manager ain't going. And even though I was on the side of don't you dare put Aaron Rodgers on this field before the end of the season, guess what? I done did a 180. As soon as he's, matter of fact, I won't even say as soon as he's cleared to play, as soon as he deems himself ready to play and he wants to get out on that field, fuck that. Put him on the field. If he if he tears the other ligament, so be it. I'm on some Ivan Drago shit right now. If he dies, he dies. Not literally, but you get the gist. At least we'll know, okay, well, I'd rather happen this season than get us hopes, get our hopes up again, and it happens in preseason next season. Or it happens in off-season training. Or it happens in two-a-days. Or it happens in OTAs. Or it happens in, dare I say, the first game of the season. At this point in time, you have nothing left to lose. Nothing. You know what? I keep on forgetting. Since this is an audio-only edition, even though I'm, I'm actually doing it on the StreamYard app. I don't know, for some reason, uh, Anchor slash Spotify for podcasters. I don't like their I don't like the app. Well, let's put it this way. I don't like their uh, website. So I figured, you know, let me do it on the stream yard and then just take the audio and give it to the masses. But yeah, what was I saying? I asked that same question over and over and over again. 
same question that goes in my head same question that um comes on over these airwaves at least every other time i talk about my jets jet jet jets and that's this where do we go from here i just told you where we go from here put that mother effer back on the field he is going to have to wallow in this but i don't care if it's christmas eve i don't we're not going to do no christmas eve miracle we're not going to have no miracle on 34th street we're not going to ever dig ourselves under this hole that we've dug ourselves over the last four weeks we're going to be the trivia question we're, matter of fact, we're going to be the trivia answer in years from now when the philadelphia eagles go 16 and 1 and that question is well what is the one game what is the one team that philadelphia lost to who is that one team the new york jets jets and if you look at it you take away that interception in less than two minutes to remain it right you take away the giants giving us the game and i'll get to the giants in a very few minutes you take away that miracle in the meadowlands part one on september 11th when xavier gibson returned that touchdown returned that punt for a touchdown in overtime you take away those three games four and seven becomes one and ten think about that think about that three unlikely victories out of our four and we're dealing with a one in ten team no matter how good our defense is the talent on offense might just resemble a one in ten team and guess what there is another one in ten team in the league currently they're down in north kakalaka carolina and guess what they did they got rid of their head coach frank Reich. first year head coach lasted 12 weeks lasted 11 games because they cut bait they said you know what and i'm not even i'm not even jumping on a J david tepper david tepper bandwagon fuck him because he should have just left everything in steve wilkes capable arms but they cut bait what are we gonna do we're gonna run it back next year and trust and believe i've never been under the belief that joe douglas needs to be fired but 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 putting this team or allowing this team to get into this state to get into this quandary at the quarterback position is a fireball offense because you compounded your mistake from a couple years ago with doubling down on it now i'm a i'm an expert in doubling down because i do that shit every week my first the one o'clock slate of games i put my bets down and then when i lose guess what i double down on the four o'clock slate of games and then on the rare occasion matter of fact not too weird this year because i've only hit once in the last 12 weeks depending on the matchup that sunday night i'll triple down because i'm just that stupid 
my mind, my my body, my soul. Matter of fact, I won't go that far. But this brain up here, I got to screw fucking loose. I don't know when to say when. And I gave up drinking 11 months ago. Gave up smoking 11 months ago. Matter of fact, about 12 days away from the anniversary, the one-year anniversary, smoke-free. But guess who's going to get this smoke today? The New York JET at Jet Jet Jets. Robert Sala, love him as an individual, love him as a human being. Right now, he's trying my patience as a fucking coach. Brees Hall, you you could you could see the the spirit being drained from our marquee players. Garrett Wilson, searching for answers, has none. Brees Hall, trying to search for answers, has none. Talking about I, I I've never felt this way before in my in my in my life playing ball. Same thing with Garrett Wilson, Quinnen Williams. He got that contract, and I'm not even throwing no shade at him. But do you realize how frustrated he has to be? C.J. Mosley comes from a winning tradition in Baltimore. You know how frustrated he has to be? He, he, Man, listen. It never fails. It never fails. This is... um, Par for the course when it comes to my Jets. Every time we have expectations, <laughs> expectations, my ass. This is not even so much a recap of Black Friday because those who know, know. Those who don't, knew better. Only Jet Faithful, only Gang Green Nation. Live this groundhog day of infamy over and over and over and over and over and over again. I said last week, and I might as well say it again. Do you know that we're currently tied in the win column with the dreaming? And out of respect, and I'm going to continue with that respect, where I not show them any slander this year and at least for the foreseeable future the g-men the new york giants they're currently riding into the bye week a two-game yeah modest but a two-game winning streak on the shoulders on the broad shoulders on the the pizzazz Tommy two times. Tommy DeVito. Tommy DeVito has uh, resurrected the G-Men. The G-Men currently stand at the record of four and eight with a lot of, a lot of winnable games coming up. Brian Dayball has finally got out of his feelings and he's actually put together a game plan to take advantage of the minuscule skills of Tommy DeVito, but Tommy DeVito has athleticism. Tommy DeVito has panache. 
Tommy Tommy DeVito has that uh that's that that's that chutzpah. Tommy's from North Jersey, and you know what that means. Giants, listen, there's two schools of thought what's going on with the Giants right now. Uh, well, they did something that the Jets didn't do this year. They actually beat the New England Patriots. They actually scored more points against New England than I believe we did. The Giants also um just something else that they just haven't been able to do in a while and that's actually win at home yeah the giants um they've won two in a row the jets won three in a row before this four game losing streak the giants actually sent their faithful home happy yeah was it a future game sorry here because i didn't watch that shit. 10-7 was the score. And speaking of New England, can we just put them out their misery? But you know, and I've said this before and I'll say it again, New England, the only reason why Belichick has not stepped down yet is this. And it's a little bit self-serving, but I believe this is the tr- this is the case. Bill Belichick lives to torment the New York Jets. He has beaten us going like eight straight years. He beat us earlier in September. What was October? I don't remember. I think it was September. And we have him, or should I say, we face him last game of the season in Foxborough in a game between two last place teams or teams battling for last place in the division. By that time, I think we'll probably be about four and twelve. In New England, knowing our luck, we'll probably be about three and thirteen. And the loser of that game, matter of fact, the winner of that game 
will save themselves from last place. And I can see it now. Bill Belichick in his last hurrah. Rides off in the sunset. Beating the New York Jets, Jets, Jets. Embarrassing them. Um, actually spitting on their grave of the 2023 season. But not only sweeping us, not only going into the sunset, but uh, immediately retiring after that game and saying that as the HC of the NEP, he effectively put the NYJ out of their misery. I know it, it just came all the way back to the Giants. Look, what, what do you want me to say? You know, Dayball, okay. You know, Wink Martindale did his thing. You know, I mean, uh, shoot, y'all probably going to win like seven games. Y'all probably be seven and ten. I can see y'all being seven and ten. Six and eleven. You know, who shoot. Uh, in the NFC, that might be good enough for the last wild card slot. Because everybody keeps on shit in the bed. Minnesota shit the bed, but they might just come out the come out the um come out the south, even though they're in the north. That's how upside down the NFC is. I'm dragging this on maybe a little bit longer than it needs to be. I just need I need to be a man of my word and drop this to the masses. I had to get this angst out my system and tell you the truth. I was actually holding back because, um, you know, I'm just trying to be respectful of others in my apartment, my humble abode, if you will. My daughter, Mia, um, I don't know if you resemble Wendy or Pippi. At least it's not Raggedy Ann. You're just thinking of all red-haired characters that she can offend you with. Oh, uh, not, not, not offend you. Um, maybe Becky Lynch. Uh, you, no, I see. My, my daughter is not up on wrestling. That's actually a good redhead. The man. So yeah, I'm gonna get out of here. I'm not gonna not gonna keep y'all too long. Um, but I would be remiss if um I didn't add this to some type of audio, being the fact that I gotta dodge the copyrights on YouTube. So uh, until next week, catch me on the YouTube streets. On the YouTube page of Mike Steph for the Salty Thoughts of Mike Steph. And check out all streaming platforms where podcasts are available for the next edition of the Salty Thoughts of Mike Steph podcast. With all that being said, I'm getting the hell out of here. I'll check y'all later. Goodbye.
language that everybody here can easily understand. Bye.